Hey, what is going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the two-game NBA main site on Monday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings, and I also make videos for NBA Top Shot. If you are unable to watch these videos, I also upload on Apple Podcasts. Link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. If you are interested in signing up for premium content, I offer that on Patreon.com, an esports package that includes Call of Duty and CSGO. We get CSGO slates every single day. We get Call of Duty slates normally four times a week, and I also offer an NBA package. Um, I do want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring this episode. Again, if, you're, if this is your first time watching, you're just not familiar with Prize Picks. The idea is they will post fantasy scores or fantasy you know projections, and you can either take the over or the under on these. They have a lot posted already. I think like yeah, a ton like. 20 plus already for tomorrow's two game slate so yeah right like the, the idea is do you like the over under on 46 fantasy points for jimmy butler so for me i think i like the over there um because he shot absolutely awful last game and still won for 47 fancy points like drogic at 26 feels a little low going down to like the late game i think nurkic at 36 also feels a little bit low but yeah again they have a lot a lot of players posted here like Monte morris again he, i think he got in foul trouble last game so he probably plays a little bit more but it's a fun change of pace because you're not playing against anyone you're playing against the house also they do have single stat dfs they'll have those posted uh probably more uh they don't have it up right now but they'll post it more tomorrow so you can like take over under on points rebounds assists three pointers made uh, i think those are the four options that they have so if you guys want to try it out you can sign up use the code dkdfs dkdfs all one word link down below you will get a money or a hundred percent match up to a hundred dollars you put a hundred dollars in you get $200 to play with. And finally, I just got to thank you guys for all of your continued support. Again, the videos, you guys have been showing a lot of love, getting close to 150 likes on every one. The live streams are getting a ton of likes. Uh, the, the super chatters, again, thank you again. Not necessary at all, but greatly, greatly appreciated. So um, if you guys do enjoy all this content, if you could leave a like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos you know on a live. I will be doing a YouTube live stream tomorrow. Make sure to check it out. And let's try to aim for 150 likes on this video. All right, so before we talk about players and the price of this two-game slate, let's look back behind up here from uh, Sunday. So it's Sunday, really, really ugly. Uh, like, just a really low-scoring slate. Well, this is my... Okay, this is my late night. I'll show you my... Or, yeah, the late slate. I'll show you my uh, main slate lineup and, and kind of tell you why, why I did what I did here. So, uh, I guess first we got to obviously tilt about Joel Embiid foul trouble. He was uh, very, very popular in the high dollar stuff, as I thought he should have been. He was a phenomenal play. A phenomenal play. Uh, the first foul uh, was BS on, on Embiid. The third foul was as well. Awful calls. Awful calls. And because of that, because of Embiid foul trouble, it allowed Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris to have really big games. Now, I do think there were solid plays, but maybe a little bit over-owned, right? When Embiid is out there, like he dominates the offense. So... That tilted me a little bit because you had Ben Simmons at like 50%. You had Tobias Harris, like 30% ownership. Uh, yeah, a, a little bit tilted about that. Uh, and then Chris Paul injury. He, again, 60% only hired off stuff. He was a phenomenal play today. Uh, can't really predict injuries. He did come back. He was not himself at all. If you watch that, uh, he was, you could tell he could barely dribble with his right hand. Uh, he like didn't shoot the ball at all, just deferred. Um, I'm not sure why he came back out. Like he was really, you could tell he was really injured. So uh that hurt um i used seth curry's last piece and jay crowder was very popular valley play almost 80 percent owned oh here i, I can get the waste you guys can see 
Um, but yeah, all in all, it's again, a super, super low scoring slate. Alec Burks was one guy I got uh, hit on. He went for 37 fancy points, only 20% owned. You had Derek Rose like three times his ownership and Burks actually outscored him cheaper and way lower owned. Um, and then, so I made some pivots here. I originally had uh, Randall, who was also chalk. Randall's like 50% in this tournament. Again, so you had Randall, Embiid, Chris Paul, all like the absolute chalk and the higher dollar stuff, all busted. You had Embiid, foul trouble. You had Chris Paul, injury. You had Randall shoot like five of 23. So they were all good plays. They were all good plays. Uh, just some really, really bad variants with those three guys. Uh, but yeah, so... I'll tell you the reason why I pivoted off. So I had like I had Randall, I had Derek Rose, and I had uh, I had Randall, Derek Rose, Burks, and Noel. So I basically had like the Knicks stack, and I pivoted uh, because I was already you know in a in a rough spot with Embiid busting and Chris Paul busting. So I pivoted to get a lower owned Jonas Valanciunas. Also Mike Conley. We got the news late that Don Mitchell's out. So I thought Mike Conley was a phenomenal pit play i made the post about it on patreon it's like try to get mike conley in he looks great uh so i got him in only 25 percent on conley that that's also looking pretty good he's got almost 30 fancy points just starting the second half um royce o'neill is a filler play hopefully he can just get a little bit uh, but really like all like so many plays busted like deandre hunter was a popular value play in the higher dollar stuff he was a complete bust uh just you know trying to avoid all these landmines there is a couple guys that did well again you had simmons and tobias because Embiid got in foul trouble you had trey young and that was really it. <laughs> and a lot of the popular value plays busted. Uh, Noel got injured. He was popular in this. He was about 40% owned. Uh, just a, a just an ugly slate. And we'll see. I think I gave myself at least a chance with a lower owned Conley and Valanciunas to cash here. Um, cash line's about 240 right now. I got 208 uh, with all my guys very, very low owned. So we'll see how it finishes up. Uh, but yeah, then I'll, I'll go over, I'll show you guys the late slate, which is actually a little bit better. This is only a $10 entry, winning 10X right now. Don't know if this is going to hold, but I use Trey. Rose and Burks together. Randall, again, just can't predict five of 22 shooting, right? He, I'll play him in that spot all day long. Again, it's like the DeMar Rosen thing, right? DeMar Rosen shot like four of 20. People were tilted, oh, he's such a bad player. No, I'll play DeRozan in that spot 100 times out of 100. I will play Randall in that spot 100 times out of 100. And I will play Joel Embiid below 10K against the Wizards in that spot 100 times out of 100. So again, just some bad variants. Again, Noel, uh, he got injured. Conley, Gibson, uh, and then Balanchunas. So that was my late slate lineup um and that's that's the main slate so hope you guys avoided some of these landmines uh even the winning lineups got some uh it's got some snowflakes in it it was just one of those days where like everything busted uh so all right oh, i thought i clicked nba not nbb let's now move on to uh this two game slate if it'll excuse me okay there we go um okay so we have the heat and the bucks super excited to watch this one um, it's a 222 and a half over under the bucks one and a half point favorites and blazers nuggets a 227 over under nuggets one and a half point favorites uh, made a bold call on twitter i don't know if you guys don't follow me on twitter i made a bold call here i uh, got some hate on it but uh, i said the bucks are coming out of the east and the blazers are coming out of the west again i don't play the chalk i take some risks i made bets on both to again i made a bet on, on the bucks to win it all i made the bet on the blazers to win the west uh, the reason being, I think the West is really up for grabs. I think the Blazers are a team that, again, they can get hot. And we saw kind of the end of the year. They were playing really, really well. Um, and then the Bucks, I think they can take the Nets. I do. Drew Holiday, I think, is the difference maker over Eric Bledsoe. Uh, Ten times a player of Bledsoe right now. So th that's the reason I did, uh, you know, make, uh, or I think it's going to be Bucks blazers uh, Again, it's obviously super, super contrarian, but I'm not playing it safe. Like, I'm not... It's boring to make a call like Nats Lakers. No, I'm not. I'm not doing that. So, um, all right, let's talk about this two game slate: Miami and Milwaukee. 
Start off with Jimmy Butler, 8.5K. I'm going right back to the wall. <laughs> if people want to get recency bias and, you know, fade him, go for it. He shot 4 of 22 and still put up 47 fancy points. He's the best play in the slate right now. Absolutely love Jimmy Butler. Going right back to him. He played 41 minutes in regulation. Love him. Bam at a bio at 8K. Definitely in play. You could play them both since it's a two-game slate. He has a little bit of a lower floor than Jimmy, but he'll also come in at way lower ownership. Again, so if you want to use Bam over Jimmy for lower ownership, you can. Uh, optimal play-wise is definitely Jimmy over Bam there. A hero 5-9, just too pricey. Now, I think he, he did that awful shooting game, only shot 2 of 10. I think if he shoots better, they probably would have left him in there. Um, but right now, I don't think I can pay that price point. Would much rather get to Goran Dragic, who's one of my favorite valid plays last slate. He did well, 30-plus fancy points. Um, I'm expecting about 30 minutes from him off the bench. We know he's a good score, and uh, yeah, I think he's a pretty solid value. Uh, once again, Trevor Rees at 4.8K. We should get over 30 minutes from him. Uh, you know, not a super high usage guy, but fair value because he's below 5K. And again, there's not a ton of smash value. Duncan Robinson, right, he got hot. He shot 7 of 13 and went for 30-plus fancy points. Be careful, though. I think he'll be even more popular in this slate because he had a good shooting game. When he has a bad shooting game, the floor is somewhat low. So that's all I'll say. Like, I like the upside in Duncan. Again, he's got to hit his shots. So Kendrick Dunn started, uh, did only play 23 minutes. That's a little bit concerning. Um, if he's only going to play about 23, then he's more of a you know secondary GPP value option. And then Deadman got a little bit of the backup five run. We know he's actually a decent point for a guy. I, like, I don't hate it if you want to get different in two games. Slate. Like, Deadman can go out and get you, you know, six points, six boards, like a block or something in that time. So if you want to get really contrarian, uh, it's doable. Iguodala will play probably 15 to 20 minutes. Again, though, super, super low usage guy. I just don't think it's necessary to go there on this slate. Let's move on to Milwaukee. So Giannis ended a couple. He had a bad shooting game. He's still for 61 fancy points. He shot 10 of 27. Uh, but he was aggressive at least. Like he was shooting the ball a ton. So um, do I think Giannis is a must on this two-game slate? No. Uh, but it's good to see that uh, he was at least aggressive on the offensive end. And we know Giannis can have big upside games, even in bad matchups. Now, with Middleton and Drew Holiday... I think if you're not getting to Giannis, getting to landing on one of these guys is is probably where I want to go. Uh, Middleton should play big minutes. He played 40 in regulation. He had the game-winning shot. Drew Holiday, we know, is a guy that can do it all and a good defender. So I think both the, the secondary plays here for Milwaukee are pretty solid options. If you're not getting to Giannis, I think I'd probably get land on one of those two guys. Value-wise, there's a couple guys. DiVincenzo should play over 30 minutes. Again, it's not the best matchup, but I think he's actually a safer play because his role is pretty safe, right? Should play 30-ish minutes, and a guy that can kind of do it all, good defender. I think DiVincenzo is a safer value play. I think Brooke Lopez is fine, too. He should play about 30 minutes. Um, so both Brolo and DiVincenzo, I think, are actually safer value plays in the slate. Bobby Portis at 4.1K. We should get about somewhere uh, around 15 to 20 minutes from him. I actually do kind of like him for GPPs. Uh, he's a good point-per-minute guy. He did play 17 minutes in the last game. I kind of like him at this price. I like him for tournaments. So, yeah, the Bucks I have a more interest in on this two-game slate than I did in that four-game slate. You know, obviously Giannis is playable at the top. I think Middleton and Drew both solid plays in the mid-range. DiVincenzo and Brooke Lopez I think are safer value plays. And even Bobby Portis I kind of like off the bench. I'm right, moving on to Portland and Denver. So the top two guards here are Lillard and CJ. Lillard at 9.5. CJ now at 7.3. So some of these guys, the pricing came down. Lillard's obviously got the most upside if you have the salary to get to him. Again, he's been playing really, really well. So obviously I have interest in Lillard at the top. I think CJ, though, that price at 7.3, that looks pretty appealing for, for a guy with CJ. Uh, CJ's upside. We know, like, you know, obviously Dame is the number one on this team. But there's games where Dame struggles and CJ takes over. 
this is getting to a price point where I'm like, okay, I'm I'm definitely down for some CJ McCollum. And then Yusuf Nurkic is once again my favorite play on the Blazers. Again, I, I hinted that I think he will get extended because of the playoffs. He did instead of like 28 to 30 minutes, he played 33. The only concern I have here is potential foul trouble against Jokic, and that's a real concern. But if he can stay out of foul trouble, I think he could have a really big game here. So I do like Yusuf Nurkic a good amount there at, in the mid range. Then Roko and, and Covington, or Roko and Covington, Norman Powell and Covington are both fine in the mid-range. Like, Norman Powell's going to play 35-plus Mets. He's just got to hit his shots. He's at a price point where it's like, yeah, that's doable. Roko at 4-4 also should play about 30 minutes. Um, yeah, both those guys are fine secondary options. We're not really going to go out of my way to play them. Mellow off the bench, I think, is an intriguing option as well. Uh, he did have a nice uh, shooting first half, kind of struggled in the second half. He should get somewhere around 20 to 25 minutes. I think he's a fair value play. Probably not going to anyone else. Cantor, if you think that uh, Nurkic gets in foul trouble, you can take a shot at him because you know Cantor's a good point for a guy. He did have a bad game last game, uh, but if something happens to Nurkic again, foul trouble, then Cantor could crush at like low ownership on this two-game slate. And I'm probably not going to get to Simons. I know he had a good shooting game last game, but I think I'll look elsewhere. All right, finally, the Denver Nuggets. So Nicole Jokic at the top, I think, is uh, probably the safest bend-up uh, on this two-game slate just because... Again, a thinner Denver team. Obviously, they're dealing with some injuries. Uh, this is a good matchup for Jokic. So if you had this out for Jokic, then he looks like one of the better spun-ups of the slate. And Michael Porter Jr. at 7K. That seems like 1000 to $1,500 too cheap. Uh, again, he's got to be the number two guy. It's a good matchup. I'm not sure what DraftKings is thinking with this pricing. So I really like Michael Porter Jr. there at the price. Scrolling down a bit more. So Camposo's at 5'7". He should play somewhere around 30 to 35 minutes. A guy that can do it all fair play but again doesn't really stand out aaron gordon 5-2 had a decent start finished with 30 fancy points we should get about 30 minutes again kind of a fair option like fine filler uh value there's a couple guys that I actually do like here so monte morris out the bench got in some early foul trouble played 22 minutes i think he would have played a little bit more to be in foul trouble so i do like him for value he's a you know a decent point friend a guy that should come off the bench and play i think about 25 minutes in a good matchup so i do like monte morris for value and i think austin rivers is fine too like are you getting excited about playing austin rivers no but he should play about 30 minutes um, and he's below 4K. So Rivers and Montemore, I think, are actually both pretty decent value options. Uh, Millsap, if you want to go there in GPP, is fine. He'll play mostly the backup five. I think he played a couple of minutes alongside Jokic, uh, but he is a good point for a guy when he plays the five. Um, so if you want to go there to differentiate your lineup, uh, again, it's, it's definitely doable. Jermichael Green had a bad game, but he probably plays about 20 minutes um, because the recency bias will be way lower owned. And Marcus Howard is actually in the rotation. Um, I was kind of surprised he was in the playoff rotation, but yeah, he's 3-2. He played 20 minutes. I'm probably not going to do it, uh, but in large field stuff, I guess he's he's playable. And yeah, that is really it for uh, my breakdown here, guys, for the two-game slate. Again, like both games should be played at you know a faster pace in these games today, 222 and a half and 227 over under. I think both games will stay competitive. I'm excited to watch both these both these uh, games. So um, if you guys have been enjoying the content this far, I would really appreciate it. Leave a like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you know when I upload videos so you know when I'm live. Again, I will be doing YouTube live stream tomorrow. Make sure to check it out. Thanks again. Have a great night, guys, and I'll see you all tomorrow in the live stream.